There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. We welcome you to our podcast today called Occupying Force, and today we're going to be talking about Divine Connections. We're excited about you becoming subscribers, and we want to encourage you to do that. We also encourage you to go to our website at watchmanarise.com. Last week, we talked about intentional relationships in episode seven. And with intentional relationships, those are friendships, those camaraderies that form with somebody that you have met and you make a conscious decision, you know, led by Holy Spirit that says, I'm going to connect with this person and we're going to see where God's going to lead this relationship. This week, we want to talk about divine connections. And divine connections are different because they happen just out of the blue. God just all of a sudden sends someone into your life. And that moment that you connect, you realize that the course that you were on is getting ready to change. Yeah, you realize that this is a God setup. God's up to something here. So all of a sudden you recognize it. Something happens in your spirit. So let's talk about this podcast that you're listening to, Occupying Force. God really set us up to be Charisma Podcast hosts. We had no idea this network even existed. And we really were sitting back one night. It was a Wednesday night. And we were flipping through our Roku TV. And I saw an iHeart Radio icon on there. So I clicked on it. And I told Richard, I said, you know, we could do podcasts. I have no idea how to do them. But we have lots of content. And for the year plus before we were looking at that Roku channel, we had been doing a weekly phone call on kingdom advancement on topics like we're talking about with you in our weekly podcast. So shut the TV off, went to bed, didn't think anything else about it. I mean, we heard about podcasts and there had been a time in my life where I was even listening to certain podcasts. So, you know, it hadn't been that we hadn't heard the term But we hadn't really thought about us getting involved in podcasts. The idea of creating a podcast and the marketing of that and to go out and to figure out how to get it online and get listeners was very overwhelming to me to learn a new platform. So it was like, yeah, we don't know how to do this, but, you know, that's nice. So the next day we are sitting in our office and we're actually on a prayer call with a team that we belong with. And... I notice on the screen on my email that there's an email from Charisma Podcast Network. And I kind of hit Richard in the arm and I'm like, hey, check out this email. And this email was from Nick. And Nick is a sales rep there. And he said, you know, I want to talk to you guys about being hosts on the Charisma Podcast Network. And I'm just going, we were just talking about this last night. All of a sudden, a divine connection happened, and we said, you know, we're going to follow through on this lead that we have and see where God takes this. So I sent an email to Nick with a link to set up an appointment with us, and Nick set it up for the next day. And so that Friday, we're having a conversation, and Nick is pretty much putting out there, we can help you get your podcast out there. We have all the tools. We have the training. We have the staff. We have the team. You know, here's what you guys need to do on your end. And just let me know by next Friday if you're going to be podcast host. And one of the things that we know made it divine was the cost factor of it. 
And we're like, well, wait a minute. We, we don't know if we can do that. You know, we've been locked up all year. We haven't been able to travel. We don't have all this extra money. We, we won't go into all the details other than, so a week from that point, God divinely raised the money and we were able to do it. So you see, it was a divine connection. It wasn't something that we cooked up, that we thought about, you know, let's make this happen. God set it up. So God, for what was a desire of our heart, which obviously was a desire of his heart, and he set the whole thing up. And I love when he works that way because you think you're having this wonderful idea and then he says, oh, wait, that's really my idea and I'm going to show you how all of this is going to work out. <laughs> it's powerful when God does that. Because you can look back at it and say, well, wait a minute. We didn't put our hands in that, you know, to mess it up in any way. God just said, no, watch and see what's going to happen here. And so when it was all said and done, we look at each other and say, God must want us to be podcasters. Exactly. So here we are today, and you're with us, and so you're a part of what was a very much a divine connection in our own lives. So thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then so today we see the same thing in Scripture. We're going to just read a couple of passages to you and see how it operated in terms of Paul's life. The first one we're going to look at is when Paul arrives at Philippi. This is in Acts chapter 16. Anyway, it says, When the Sabbath day came, we went outside the gates of the city to the nearby river. For there appeared to be a house of prayer and worship there. Sitting on the riverbank, we struck up a conversation with some of the women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia, a businesswoman from the city of Thyatira, who was a dealer of exquisite purple cloth and a Jewish convert. While Paul shared the good news with her, God opened her heart to receive Paul's message. She devoted herself to the Lord. They baptized her and her entire family. Afterwards, she urged us to stay in her home, saying, Since now I'm a believer in the Lord, come stay in my house. So we were persuaded to stay there. So all of a sudden you've got something. In other words, it's a divine thing that had already happened in Lydia's life. She had already converted to be a Jew. So she's open to God. She's a believer in God. Then all of a sudden this divine connection happens. It's a divine connection for Lydia because all of a sudden everything about her and her household has changed. They enter into the place of salvation. But then also this relationship opens up with Paul and he finds himself having all this influence because she was a businesswoman. So all of a sudden the doors of influence are open to him in Philippi. And we see there was a God set up. Mm -hmm. It's important to note too that Lydia was the very first convert in Europe. So here Paul is, he ends up there at the riverside talking with this group of Jews, converts her first, and then all of a sudden Christianity begins to be birthed in Europe. It was a first for even a nation as well. It was a divine connection, not just for Paul and Lydia, but also for Europe as well. Oh, powerful. The other story we want to share with you is the story about Aquila and Priscilla. And I'm going to read to you Acts 18, starting with verse 1. When Paul left Athens, he traveled to Corinth, where he met a Jewish man named Aquila, who was originally from northeastern Turkey. He and his wife Priscilla had recently emigrated from Italy to Corinth because Emperor Claudius had expelled all the Jews from Rome. Since Paul and Aquila were both tent makers by trade, 
Paul moved in with them and they became business partners. So we see here once again that because of a divine connection with this couple, that God opens a door for the expansion of the kingdom and the sphere of Paul's influence goes to another whole level because of this divine connection with Aquila and Priscilla. And so all of a sudden there he is in Corinth and he's preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And what's interesting when you look at these two is they went from there to Ephesus, and you know the story about Paul in Ephesus. So here they are in Ephesus. Paul goes there, and that divine connection even goes beyond Corinth into Ephesus. Another interesting thing here is that uh, Paul, having a trade of being a tent maker, goes into a brand new city, has this divine connection, and a door opens for him to become a business partner with this couple. So we see once again just the power of divine connections that God knows ahead of times and sets those things up. And so today we want to talk about how God then uses these divine connections. And we want to, once again, we talked about this in our last episode, is we want our eyes to be open to these things so that we don't miss it. I mean, the, the Spirit of God in us wants to highlight these kinds of things so that we don't miss it as we're going along our way. So how does God use divine connections? Well, one of the first things Kimberly and I thought about is he wants you to see things differently, and so he'll have a divine connection that'll just completely change your perspective. Because we all have a perspective. We can say that we're, we're kind of in our box, and this is the way we see things. And then God will use a divine connection and open up something that we went, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know this was going on. I didn't know this, this had anything to do with the kingdom of God. And so he uses it as a place of education. All of a sudden he's like, okay, I'm going to teach you something. And whenever God does that, it's because he knows the path he wants us to go on, and he has to then open our eyes and then in some way begin to equip us or train us you know, so that we'll say, okay, wait a minute, I, I never saw this before, but now I'm ready to move in that direction. Sometimes it's the iron sharpens iron principle. And we've both seen this in our lives, and since we've been married, we've seen it, even on a national, international level, with things that we didn't know about, but God warned us to know about it. So we won't go into all the details today, but if we just took the whole area of public policy and economics, we didn't know a whole lot about that. And all of a sudden we find ourselves with divine connections and relationships with people that know high level stuff in the economy, not just of our nation, but other nations. From that, then our eyes are opened. And for us as you know, prayer warriors, societal transformers, then all of a sudden we're informed of those things. Not only are we informed in our intercession, but we're informed how to then help people get involved in that area. So another thing that God uses divine connections for, it's to move you to the next phase of where he wants you. You know, even if we look at what happened with Nick, when he sent that email and we had that conversation, God just moved us into the arena that you are now listening to us on. And it's been fun because all of a sudden doors are opening. You never know. These divine connections will send you off into arenas that you never imagined you would be in. 
Going back to the economic part, uh, we ended up in Switzerland a few years ago at an economic think tank that was working on changing the constitution of Switzerland regarding finances and the banking system. Never in a million years would we have thought that that would have happened, but that was a result of God's divine connection with economists that we're friends with, and all of a sudden we're in this place, you know, poor us, we had to end up in Zurich for a meeting, (laughs) but but it was an incredible learning curve and definitely stretched the boundaries of our understanding. I mean, and then what the other thing that divine connection opened up, because it was not a divine connection with just one person, it ended up being a group of people, mm-hmm. and God wants to work that way. And so we found ourselves, we'll just say we were doing a prayer strike in Philadelphia that had to do with fractional reserve banking. Who has ever heard of, okay, we're, God wants us to pray into that which has to do with fractional reserve banking. And then we asked ourselves, that was given to us? What is fractional reserve banking? We didn't even know what it was. Basically means whatever money you put in the bank, 10% of it is only there for you. The bank takes the other, you know, 90% and does whatever they want to do with it. So when all of a sudden our eyes were opened because of these divine connections to things that we did not know about, and then not only was there informed in terms of, wow, we know things we didn't know, now we have relationships that expand us into territories and realms that we didn't really didn't know existed. And yet, so there we are together with these divine connections and having fun, working together, watching the kingdom expand. Which that leads to the last point here, and that's your sphere of influence will grow. Divine connections will cause that to happen. It also causes recognition to happen, and that recognition goes two ways. So these new relationships that we've developed, we find that we're calling them and they're calling us and it has become a camaraderie, a a friendship. Our spheres have come together and are working together and it's ever increasing because once you know somebody that likes what you're doing, they're going to tell another friend that's doing it and your sphere of influence grows. Yes. What we're not talking about here, let's be clear on it. We're not talking about using people as stepping stones. We're not talking about using people. We're saying, no, God sets these things up. And so when he sets it up, there's going to be a camaraderie. There's going to be something of a pureness in it because it's about love and relationships. It's not about all of a sudden I see you and I'm going to get to know you because I want to use you to get me where I want to go. So just understand the principle is much bigger and not about that. So, you know, I've seen this often over the years as people will come in and they'll want prayer for something and really they're wanting to have that quote-unquote divine connection to be their ticket out of the situation that they're in. And that's not why God sends divine connections to us, to, to bail you out of a situation that you got yourself into. He doesn't want us to come to Him to manipulate the situation that we're in where somebody else is going to yank us out of it. Mm. Now, there's times that that will happen. We see supernaturally where God will intervene and he'll provide through somebody. Maybe someone needs a house to live in and God will send somebody and say, here's a home for you to live in. So I'm not saying he doesn't do that. But so many times we as Christians 
go to the Lord and go, God, will you just send the divine connection to help me get to where I think I should be? Mm-hmm. And the last part of the statement really is the thing to where I think I should be. Right. And so in this, what we're talking about is divine connections that God establishes, has his hand upon to then get us to where he wants us to be. Exactly. Not the place where we think, okay, this this is what I want or this is what I need. No, God knows a whole lot better than we know. So our prayers for divine connection should not be, God, send me an easy meal ticket. Right. It's send me a divine connection that's going to cause your kingdom to advance, where you can use me with someone else to work together and increase the influence of the kingdom on earth. And one of the things that took place in our dialogue this morning as we were talking about this podcast was, I mean, even when it comes to holy matrimony, in other words, holy matrimony is a divine connection. Too many people get married out out of a need, out out of a wrong reason, and then they find themselves connected with the wrong person. No, we want to see God set it up. And when God sets a divine connection up that becomes holy matrimony, then in the same way we've talked about how God uses those divine connections, then he'll do the same thing with holy matrimony. And in all of this, if we brought it down to, you know, uh, bottom line, what God said in the beginning, be fruitful and multiply. All these pictures that we have painted are then out of divine connections then fruitfulness comes. And what do I mean by that? Expansion comes. You begin to see more fruit being produced. And then there's a multiplication of it. And that can't happen without divine connections. Right. Look at what happened with Paul and Lydia. The church in Europe was birthed and all of a sudden it expanded all throughout the territories because of one encounter that happened there, a divine encounter. Yeah. So again, we've probably mentioned this before is God works that way. It's it's a body principle. He loves the body. He loves the body then functioning and working together. So if you find yourself in, in almost like you feel isolated or, or you feel alone or you feel nobody else out there, you know, who then we're asking God today, give them divine connections, God. Give them those kind of connections that are way beyond what they can even think of you know, that will begin to open up the, because each of you listening today, you're a gift. God has put something in you and he wants to see it flourish, but not by yourself. So therefore he's got people out there. He's going to divinely connect you to so that your life with their lives will begin to flourish and then watch and see the bigness of what God has in mind and think big in it. Come on. God wants us to think big. He wants us to dream big. So once again, we're really glad that you joined us today in this podcast about divine connections. And we believe that some of you listening today, that your divine connections with us. And we then therefore want you to take some initiative and connect with us and let's see what God wants to do with it. And you can do that by email. You can email us at office at watchmanarise.com. You can go to our webpage, watchmanarise.com, and there you'll find out our resources and other ways that you can connect with us. And one thing you may not know is if you access our show through Charisma Podcast Network, 
we have episode notes for every show that we do. So you can go in there. There's extra resources in there. There's more notes about the show. It's a very easy way to get in and see how you can connect and get the things that you need. So we encourage you. You can get to that at cpnshows.com. Go to our Occupying Force show. And for the episode you're listening to, you can look at those show notes. So that's available to you. So we encourage you to go on our website, go on Charisma Podcast Network site, and connect with us. We want to hear from you, and we want to develop you even more and more to become an occupying force.